Hey everybody, welcome to the first musical episode of Does It Suck? A podcast where we take a look at movies that have long been considered to be terrible and find out if they actually are. This week's episode is Xanadu. The way that you phrased that made it sound like we're going to be singing. Mm -hmm. And any second now, we're all going to start breaking into song. You guys are more prepared, wow. right? We, we all practiced our songs. We're ready for this. Okay. Yeah, it's coming you, up. You later. got the, the sheet music that I emailed you guys, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyway, Xanadu came out uh, in 1980. Sam is nodding. It was in 1980 and stars Olivia Newton John, Michael Beck, and Gene Kelly, one of his later movies. Which sounds like a recipe for success. You've got Olivia Newton John coming right off of Greece. You got Michael Beck, who is the star of The Warriors, and then you have Gene Kelly, who I don't really think needs much of an introduction. What could go wrong? <laughs> Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> you can't screw this up. You're right, Chris. It, how can you screw this up? You've got young, hot Michael Beck as a struggling artist, and this beautiful blonde woman, Olivia Newton-John, comes into his life and inspires him to really achieve his dreams which is no longer being a painter, but is now opening a dance club with this weird old man that he met mm. who plays the clarinet, but it's Gene Kelly, so, and he dances, so how, how can you screw that up? Yeah, how could it go wrong? You can't what? screw this up. And, and then they all three of them become friends, and they decide to open a club together. And of course, there's, there's a brief moment where, uh, where they disagree on what the club should be because Michael Beck wants it to be a, sort of a hip rock club, and... And Gene Kelly wants it to be a big band club, like, from his heyday. Um, but you shouldn't worry, because they almost immediately get over that conflict, and, uh, and they begin the process of opening this club. And uh, re really, at this point, I don't really see how anything could go wrong. I don't really see how you could screw it up. You really couldn't ruin this. Well, the thing is, Olivia Newton-John is a Greek goddess, that who used to sleep with Gene Kelly mm -hmm. and now sleeps with Michael Beck. Right. Mm -hmm. And then once Xanadu opens, she gets called back to the laser place where Zeus is from. No, I mean, it, to it makes total sense. I don't see how, I don't see how this could go wrong uh, at this point. I'm, I'm starting to see how it could go wrong. <laughs> well, but, but luckily, luckily she, she sings a beautiful song. Uh, and convinces her father, Zeus, um, to, to let her return to Earth, maybe. And then they have one big dance number at the end that's a mix of all of the styles that we've seen in the mm. film, plus cowboy stuff <laughs> and roller skating. <laughs> and, and there's a lot of different songs. And they, and, and they had how much? They had $20 million. Mm. Uh, again, you can't screw this up. Uh, but somehow they did, because in the U.S. it only made about $10 million, uh, and I'm not actually sure how much it made. I think, I think it just barely made back its budget after international um, ticket sales. The, the only good thing that came out of this movie, though, actually, was the soundtrack. Uh, the soundtrack went double platinum, and probably made more money than <laughs> the actual stupid movie. You, you shouldn't, 
this this section's supposed to be objective. Yeah. Sam, <laughs> save your save your adjectives for the analysis, please. So aside from being a box office bomb, it was critically did pretty poorly. I think Metacritic isn't really great with tabulating old films, but it, it has has a thirty five on Metacritic, and um, the few reviews that we all read were pretty darn negative. Yeah, my one of my favorite quotes is from Roger Ebert, who called it a mushy and limp musical fantasy. That's a direct quote. It reminds me a lot of my fantasies of Roger Ebert, actually. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, um, so it's, it's a movie with a lot of stuff. A lot of great stars, a lot of big songs, a lot of roller skating. The, and so at the very least, there's a lot to talk about. Um, so we'll just, we'll just go ahead and start making fun of this movie, and uh, we'll check back in later. All right, really? Um, ready, I mean? Yeah, really ready. Really ready? Ooh, okay. Get energized. Woo! Should we do, like, jumping jacks? You know, when I was a kid, people told me playing the clarinet wasn't cool. <laughs> that was pretty cool. And no, they were right. Oh. <laughs> you played the clarinet? Yeah, dude, for five years. I didn't know that. Yeah. Huh. Should we pause and talk about this for a second? I feel like that's, <laughs> that's a big thing that I just learned. No, we, we've, we've definitely talked about this. Yeah, I think You played the drums, I played clarinet. What did you play stuff on? I was going to say, guitar, and, I, and I had friends. <laughs> <laughs> I played guitar a little bit, whatever. Oh my Whoa, god. I forgot, I saw uh, that in the trailer. Yeah. Whoa, the ELO is in this movie. Yeah, wait, I, I wonder, are ELO themselves or just their music? Are you more excited about ELO than you were about Toto in Dune? Mm, well, we'll see. Yeah, I don't know. I might be. Yeah. yeah. This is oh, this is totally Jeff Lynne. The, really, the closed caption just makes me want to sing along. <laughs> it's like I wish this seems like there should be a bouncing ball. Or <laughs> okay, I won't. I'm sorry. Oh, just the clarinet's back. Wow. That's not Gene Kelly, is it? Please tell me. Oh my God, it is. Oh, please dance for us, Gene Kelly. <laughs> so you guys know my Gene Kelly connection? No. Too bad, I'm going to tell you. Um, <laughs> my grandma took dance lessons from Gene Kelly in Johnstown, Pennsylvania, before he was big. What? Uh, yeah. That's awesome. Did you hear that, Mom? I pay attention sometimes. <laughs> no, but that's, that's, a, that's a great fun fact. I, no, I, it really yeah. is. That's amazing. Oh, no, it's, he's going to... Maybe he's going to dance. I mean, maybe at this point he can't really dance anymore. I mean, he's doing a little bit, you know. I don't know. Obviously, obviously he's not in his prime. Yeah. In the 80s. Oh, I can still tap. I mean, all right, Olivia Newton-John's great. She's just, like, not a distinctive-looking person. Right. I mean, he was, he was good. Like, I mean, obviously he can't tear it up anymore, but, like, it's still pretty solid footwork. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um it's pretty smoothly. It, it, on, you know, it's a pretty simple pleasure of just like mm -hmm. watching Gene Kelly still able to dance. Mm -hmm. um, ELO is actually coming, is, is t on tour right now. Oh, yeah. Ooh. If you guys want, we, if you guys like this movie <laughs> enough, I'll buy us <laughs> tickets and we can go. I'm not, I'm kind of, I'm kind of bored. 
There isn't honestly like I'm just not impressed by any of the choreography. Yeah, either. that's that's yeah that too. I mean, Every, everyone's just like kind of like, yeah, we're this is kind of what dancing looks like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you mean sex? <laughs> wait, do you think do you think a lot of this movie's about sex? Do you, wait, was that song about sex? <laughs> no. Get out of here. Wait, pleasing you all night is just is just talking about like. You just know. good conversation. Yeah. yeah. That's the name of the movie again. What's gonna do? That's the name of the movie. That, that's the name of the movie. Oh. And, and twice more. <laughs> so we're at, we're at seven Xanadus so right. far. And we're, we're taking one shot for every time they say the name of the right. movie, right? Yes. Well, I mean, should, should we place bets I on already. how many times they say it? I'm gonna say 15. I'm gonna say 18. Ugh, Manic Pixie Dream Girls are so annoying. Yeah. <laughs> they just did that in slow motion. Whoa, where are they Whoa. going? Does that do? Oh. Whoa. I didn't know there was animation. There's a, I had no idea there was animation in this movie. I feel like somebody should have warned us about this. <laughs> this is literally every kind of musical there is in one. Oh, now they're fish. <laughs> She's leg warmers as a bird? <laughs> In 1980, even birds wore leg warmers. Roller skates. Roller skates. Wait, I've heard this song before. I think I have too. Wait, I love the... There was that, the, di the dialogue scene where they're just like... We gotta get you some nice clothes so that we can have the scene of Gene Kelly trying on different clothes. I don't mind. This know, scene's the amazing. The thing is, I'm not mad at all. <laughs> like, sexy golfer Gene Kelly. Like, <laughs> who, who knew I would ever get to see this? What, what a time to be alive. <laughs> it's happening. Yes, the roller skates. <laughs> oh my god, guys, this is, this is so, so much. Xanadu! Xanadu doesn't matter anymore. I've already, I actually lost count. I think that's like nine. Well, okay, if you don't count no. the sign, it's, with the sign it's ten. <clears throat> Without the sign it's nine. Thanks, Chris. <laughs> ten. Ten. Zeus is a dick. I think Zeus has always been a dick. That's actually true. What do you call this world that they're in? Like... Mount purgatory? Olympus. Like laser purgatory? <laughs> yeah. Yep. This is pretty boring. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like... This is, is not interesting enough. It's just holding on... Visually or musically, really. Yeah. This is like the slowest dolly shot. Alright, I'm gonna pee. I don't think I'm gonna miss anything. <laughs> I'm gonna sing along then while you're peeing. If we're, if we're basically cutting this section out anyway. Keep me suspended in time with you. Don't let this moment die. <laughs> Feel it when I'm with you. The rules.
so boring. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, hurry up! The boring we're, we're, song is over. We're leaving Tron. <gasps> oh, he oh, he's on, on his skates. roller skate. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I love Gene Kelly. Oh man, we're gonna rock them up right here. What is that, 11? 12? <laughs> yes! 13? Oh no, we're probably gonna go over my guess. What was your guess? 18? 14? 15? I mean, this is, this is. We had no idea this was coming. 16. This isn't fair. <laughs> oh no, that's 17. Yeah, we're definitely going over. <laughs> I mean, really, were we, shouldn't we have expected that there would be a song where they, the only words would be them chanting the name of the movie? And <laughs> ho! <laughs> Whoa. Oh, finally they're at least singing. Wait, is that her? Yeah. Yeah. I, I just can't tell. <laughs> she's really so just like, she's like a blank canvas of like a pretty blonde. Like her hair changes and we're just like, oh, who's this new person? <laughs> And what did they do with Olivia Newton-John? <laughs> oh, alright, now I've lost count. Yeah, it's somewhere. I think it it's, might be in the 30s. This now. is, this has <laughs> gotta be like 30, yeah. <laughs> oh my god. I mean, she looks great. She does look yeah. great. It's a great dress. I think it's a, yeah. It's, a, it's, it's not like even a dress, it's like, it's like a, a, I don't even... Oh, it's a romper. Yeah, except... That's, that's, yeah, yeah that's what a romper yeah. is, I think. Is it? I don't know. I always imagine rompers with, sh with shorts, but we well, should probably confer with one of our female friends. Nah. I, I don't have any of those. <laughs> Which is why you are watching Xanadu with me. <laughs> I, love, I love the way that people dance in movies from the 80s. Like, did people actually dance like that? Like, sort of just like twitching their upper body? <laughs> I, that's how I dance. So, but now... We're just going into different <laughs> costumes and themes, and Olivia Newton-John is singing new songs. Yeah, it's like a it's like a medley, but I don't I haven't liked any of these songs right. yet. Wait, what's this movie called? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did she actually leave again? I think she no, she's right here. Oh, hey, is that her? <laughs> <laughs> the many faces of <laughs> Olivia Newton-John. That's it. What? No! That's how the movie ends? I don't understand. Oh, that was so bad. <sighs> well, at least we won't forget the name of it because it says it right behind them. I think we... I lost count. I think we made it to, like... Definitely, like, mid-40s. At yeah, least, uh, yeah. Maybe 50. Alright, uh, so we're back from the movie. Uh, well, let's keep this short and sweet so we can keep all of the part of Stefan singing. <laughs> <laughs> Please. Well, that was something. It was something. But actually, it, it was kind of a lot of things. Yeah, it was many it was, things. It was too many things, and yet not enough things. <laughs> there's an animated sequence, and yet there's no climax or rising action mm -hmm. or conflict. What, what do you guys want to talk about? I feel like I'm like processing a little bit still. I think we should start by making fun of the protagonist of this movie. Um, <laughs> I feel like that's sort of our tradition a little bit, is, uh, <laughs> yeah. is beginning with that. Michael Beck just really 
could not carry this movie and to the point where he's no longer mentioned anywhere around this movie. Uh, clearly, he can't dance and can't sing because they don't have him do that. And the one thing he does do is act, and he can't do that either. <laughs> There, there are a lot of wet blankets in this movie, but he is the biggest <laughs> and wettest blanket in this movie. Well, so here's the question. Could, could anybody have done this role well? Like, could John Travolta have saved <laughs> Xanadu? Oh, interesting. This is the hypothetical for sure. you guys. I, I would like to think that if they had cast someone who was capable of dancing or singing, that they would have adjusted the movie as a result and included the lead dancing or singing. Yeah, I think as a character, he's super, he's, he's really poorly developed. And then I think if he had some musical numbers and maybe a little bit of dance numbers, we would he would be developed through those sequences. And since we don't have that, it's just relying on his acting scenes and those are not very good at all. They're just poorly written too. I mean. <laughs> One of the first big song and dance numbers in Xanadu <laughs> is when they first see the space and Michael Peck's character imagines it being a rock and roll and club and Gene Kelly imagines it being like a doo-wop 40s jazz club and they have these competing songs that start going with different groups doing their own dance number on their own stage and slowly the stages meld into one and they do one big dance number together. So... What do you think this is about, guys? <laughs> what do you think they're trying to say with this song? Well, the, there is... So, I think part of the point of this movie is it's sort of like the idea of... Gene Kelly is like the old world of musicals and Michael Beck and Olivia Newton-John... Well, Olivia Newton-John is just like an alien. That's I don't really understand <laughs> her relevance. but She's a muse. Um, he's kind of like what's hip and contemporary and the whole point of Xanadu is that and this movie is that it's like that those two worlds of like old school musicals and 80s disco and roller blade roller skating can like exist together and that's what Xanadu in any form is supposed to be about I feel like that dance number uh, is sort of indicative of the movie in many ways since it presents an idea and you can see that the idea exists and the and the concept of it's pretty clear, but the execution is kind of boring and a little bit shoddy. But Gene Kelly was in it, and Gene yeah. Kelly's great. We all like Gene Kelly, right? I do like Gene Kelly. Yeah. I, I enjoyed pretty much all of the time he was on screen, um, especially when he had roller skates or a clarinet. <laughs> um, it, he, his dancing also was, was like totally was fine. Mm-hmm. Definitely, he's up there in age for this movie, so he doesn't go crazy, but he still, he still got it. Mm-hmm. And that smile. Mm. And that smile. Yeah, I wish he would have played the clarinet while on roller skates. <laughs> That's a, that seems like a safety hazard. <laughs> During the final sequence, the, the dance medley, uh, pretty much the whole thing is shot at eye level. Mm. And... It really, and it's pretty much in in mediums the whole time. It's like, they're like, well, this is the person dancing. We have to show them dancing. And there's no, it seems like there's no real thought or care put into the cinematography or the look of this scene. Like, we we hardly ever see feet in the scene, and we never go above, there's this one shot where we go above them, and it looks like we're about to do a Busby Berkeley kind of thing. And that was just too much work for them. And so we cut out of it immediately, 
and we're back to eye level, and which is just like so insanely frustrating. Mm. Yeah, I mean something that's so great about musicals. I feel like the camera work is usually so kinetic, and and the bodies in the frame are so kinetic. So like they they almost are like they're almost like dancing together. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I, it like. I remember being just as frustrated as you about the Buzzley Berkeley blue balls that happened. Um, I'll say that five times fast. <laughs> and and I think that scene where the two different music styles converge is actually like a good indication of that because it like the good thing about cinema is that you can like be in the scene with the camera, but they decided to have two people looking at two staged musical performances and it's just like two people watching a stage musical as opposed to being kinetic and in the moment and and it's like in an exciting way my favorite dance number was the one that was animated it, it just had birds and fish and they're they're flying around and yeah i certainly had the most fun when it was animated yeah but also, let's talk about that, the fact that there was an animated sequence in this movie. Yeah, I, I will say, I, when I first saw it, I was like, well, I, I mean, I respect the fact that they're literally just trying to include every kind of musical thing in one movie. Like, that's, that's I guess, commendable at least. But then we sort of talked about it and we're thinking about uh, Michael Beck and the fact that he can't sing or dance, and I think what I've realized is that it probably mostly exists so that there could be some musical number between him and Olivia Newton-John, um, and the only solution was to animate him and have someone else sing for him because he can't dance or sing. Would you guys agree with that? That's, yeah. I, I, had, I think we all collectively had that realization <laughs> five minutes ago while talking about it. Like, who did Michael Beck blow to get on this movie? Yeah, seriously. This is, I just, I don't understand. Yeah. But more importantly, why did he think it was worth the effort of blowing someone to be in this movie? <laughs> <laughs> Even if that animated sequence was created sort of out of necessity, it's still one of the parts of this movie that I like more, just because it's so, like, weird and absurd and out there, and... And I feel like maybe they weren't trying to make a movie that's weird and absurd and out there, but that part contributes to it. And just the whole the whole thing about how Olivia Newton-John is like a Greek muse and sort of comes out of a painting and is like, has existed for all of eternity. And all, like, that's just so crazy. And the other part of the movie that I really, really liked is the scene where inexplicably Gene Kelly and... Uh, Michael Beck and Olivia Newton-John are in a uh, department store and it's just a scene of Gene Kelly trying on like absurd outfits and it's just like so great. The song is great and there's like crazy transitions and it's super weird and like as a result it's really fun whereas like when they're trying to do sort of more traditional dance numbers or whatever it's just doesn't it, it's not as good as what it's imitating so it's not entertaining really. Yeah, I mean, it's one of the better, it's, it's like, it's a good ELO song. They did a, they did a good one on that one. <laughs> <laughs> yay, ELO, yay! <laughs> I think the weirdness takes away from what they were trying to do with the movie, which is do an old school Hollywood revival musical thing. 
because I think with the weirdness also I consider that in the same vein as like the just the weird plot gaps and lack of things that should be in this movie. I don't know. I guess we have we've Stefan and I would have made Xanadu I think in very different ways. Really. <laughs> but I, I like I like I like that. I want to hear about how you would have made it because, you know. Sometimes, even if we're wearing the same hoodie today, that doesn't mean that everything <laughs> we think is the same. Uh, Wait, what's Chris going to... Are you going to decide who's right? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right, welcome to the part of the podcast where Sam and I decide how this movie should have been made, and Chris judges who has a better argument. Well, why don't we just do the thing that you mentioned last time? You guys just fight, and I'll talk about you guys <laughs> okay. In this portion of our arguing on the podcast, Stefan's going to feed you some kind of BS about how they should have totally done this movie full disco and weird, but he's wrong. Because the way they should have done this movie is just done the things that they set out to do and just not sucked at them. Michael Beck and uh, Gene Kelly just like become friends all of a sudden. Their friendship comes out of nowhere, and then 20 minutes later, they're partners opening up a dance club together. It's just, I, I understand you have to, like, expedite things to make more room for music, but when there's just nothing that glues the music together, there's no reason for you to care about it, because the music and the narrative should service each other in forwarding the whole picture, and instead you have, you have nothing. It, the, the, it's just <laughs> there's nothing. It's just I I'm I'm like starting to get worked up about this now. That I'm thinking about how yeah. they wasted twenty million dollars and this like cool opportunity. Honestly, this could have been a really amazing movie. The idea of bridging old school Hollywood and the like contemporary music of the late seventies, early eighties, I think is like fascinating. But what you need is is conflict to bring those things out. Like you need the guy who runs who used to own the space, he comes in with his gang, and they're all a bunch of metalheads, and they get their song, and then, you know, Michael Beck has to get his friends together, and they have a little dance-off or something, and it's just, there's, there's literally endless opportunities to create dramatic tension, romantic relationships, romantic tension, and they, they just, they're squandered. They just, they don't really bother with any of that. So, you know, honestly... I think Sam said some nice things. I just think that <laughs> what what definitely what they were trying to do with this movie is what Sam is trying to improve on, which is create this movie that blends old music and new music, etc. Um, but I guess what I what I thought was redeeming about the movie was all the stuff that didn't relate to that, and I kind of just want Xanadu to be a movie where they. Um, basically just give up on that side of the story and really just embrace how weird of an idea it is that there's this woman who crosses through time and is a muse for a bunch of people and maybe we bring in like a love triangle between old Gene Kelly and um, young Michael Beck and Olivia Newton-John who at one point has had relationships with both of them just because it's kind of weird. The thing is, I... to. To a certain extent, I think this movie is considered a little bit of a cult classic. But the reason it is that is because of the weirdness, in my opinion. And frankly, I think it would be a much bigger cult classic if it was weirder and tried less hard to be a more traditional movie because literally every way that it fails is when it's trying to be a traditional movie. And every time that I think it's great is when it's being weird. 
Mm. All right, Chris, who's right? I. No, Sam. Chris. No, definitely Sam. <laughs> no. Yes. Well, because yes. like even just going off of what you just said, like if you think of a movie, say like Rocky Horror Picture Show, which is maybe like one of the most famous cult movies, musicals out there. Mm. It it is really weird. So I like you're right on that part, but like the music is good and fun. There is actual like there is a narrative in there, and there's conflict, and there's weird love triangles, but there's 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 a there's a cohesion to it, mm. and this the the this movie just did not have that cohesion and no conflict and nothing, like no redeeming qualities. I don't know. It, I... it doesn't matter, Chris. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Chris. Uh, I'll slip the money under your door later. I'm out of here. <laughs> All right. Well, okay. So now that we've we've decided that I'm right in at least one respect, time to decide. Does Xanadu suck? This is actually, this is a tough one for me. I, I usually know going into, like, this discussion what my answer was going to be, but I, I, I think this, one of the times we're actually talking about it helped me decide. Mm, yeah, no, definitely. So do you want to go first, Sam? Does Xanadu yeah. suck? D- Xanadu, Xanadu sucks. Chris? Yeah, it <laughs> definitely sucks. I'm, I'm just, I'm just... I can't decide. I'm mad about losing the argument, so I can't decide if <laughs> I should be bitter and say it sucks, or just be uh, be a contrarian. Or, do it. Yeah, or just be contrarian and say that it doesn't suck. I I didn't. <sighs> you can never take this back. <laughs> I know it'll be be recorded forever. Yeah, yeah, it sucked. You know, actually, I I yeah, it sucked because all the things that I liked about it were kind of accidental and all the things I was trying to do they it did poorly so it's just it's just a massively wasted opportunity next time you have 20 million dollars don't spend 19 million dollars on cocaine and 1 million dollar on the movie okay well i mean that's yeah that's about it for this episode i um we're not clearly we're a little bit less of friends than we were <laughs> when we started recording but we learned a little bit about each other and about Olivia Newton-John, so I think we can be thankful for that. Um, thank you for listening. Our podcast is obviously available on SoundCloud and iTunes. Uh, we also have a Facebook page now uh, where you can get clips of the movie. And you can... Guys, Zanadu. Zanadu.